Um, thank you so much for joining us for worship today. We're going to um, close out in just a minute here. Uh, but before we do that, we have just a couple more minutes. And the reason for that is because we want to have what we call a first focus here. And it's just kind of like a, a semi-annual uh, leadership update, kind of to help give you a heart of where we're going for this fall. And so... Um, First things, if you're helping with a potluck, and no one, not every one of you stand up, if you're helping with a potluck, uh, you can go ahead and leave now, and we'll give you a quiz later and a recording that you can listen to. Um, but um, in a couple minutes, we're going to be gathering down for our potluck, which is down in our gym, out the doors to your left. We invite you to that this afternoon, uh, this morning, I guess it technically is. Um, but we want to have a first focus this morning to communicate what we as the elder team here at First believe God is calling us to this fall as a congregation, just to kind of help give you clarity on, on where we sense God wants us to move and, and where God wants us to grow. Um, our, our mission, as you may know, is to know Christ and to? Oh, thank you. Fantastic. Way to go. Uh, yeah, our mission is to know Christ and to make him known. And foundational to this is this lifelong pursuit of knowing Jesus personally, intimately. Not just knowledge, not just knowing, okay, I know that such verse says this. But, but actually, like, learning to walk with him in, in a way that really affects how we live. Uh, our day-to-day our, our -day lives. And, you know, if you've been a follower of Jesus for long, you might have experienced uh, staleness or stagnation from time to time. I know I have in my personal spiritual life. And uh, it's really quick in our lives to pursue uh, ends and means that are things other than Jesus. And, and, and so we want to just kind of refocus us towards again, you know, it, it, just again and again and again towards what does it mean to know Jesus and then to make him known. Um, there's two ways that we want to focus on this over the course of the next several several months uh, ahead. And that is this, to be a people of the text and to be a, a people of prayer. All right, people there means all of us, a community of people who are gathered around God's word, the text, um, and people of prayer. Deuteronomy 8 is what Jesus quotes when he's being tempted. And he says, man does not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds from the mouth of God. We, we believe that foundational to knowing God is to being a, a person who is in this book, not because, um, not in like an academic sense, although that's important as well, understanding it, but, but, but in, a, in a relational sense with the God who has revealed himself to us through his word. Um, and then also to be a people of prayer. Prayer is one of those acts of dependence, uh, is what one of the reformers said. Uh, the more we pray, the more we recognize that, that we're dependent upon God for everything. And, and I think for, for myself over the last course of, seasons of ministry. I think I recognize that more even now than I ever have. And, and so how do we want to know Christ? Well, we want to pursue being a people of the text and being a people of prayer. In other words, we, we desire all ministry to help us know Jesus and live biblically out of his word. And and um, we want to live a life of dependence upon God. Uh, prayer, amongst other things, is a passion for God's glory in his name and a dependence upon him to make us into his disciples who desire his glory and not ours. As we studied in the disciples' prayer, our Father in heaven, may your name be sanctified. 
It begins with position, our, our Father. We can go to God as Father, but it then quickly moves to, God, may your name be sanctified. In our prayers, in our attitudes, we want to be people who seek to hallow his name. I mean, his name's already hallowed, but who want to hallow his name by then how we live out his word here in our community. And so uh, this fall, we invite you to join us in this. And, and inviting you to join us in this is, is more than asking you to serve somewhere, although it, it might involve that for you. Uh, it's more than asking you to become a member, though I definitely encourage you to do that. Um, it, it's an invitation to be more than someone who just attends church. We, we have in the Western mind, sometimes I just go to church. Friends, you and I are the church. We are the people of God whom he is fashioning to be representatives of his here, wherever he has placed you. You know, for some of you, that's a business environment. For some of you, it's a, a school environment. For some of you, that, that, that's another kind of vocation or another kind of calling. But, but we want to invite you to be someone who is more than just an attender but someone who jumps in and intentionally pursues becoming a disciple of Jesus here within the community at First Baptist. Now, I recognize that that will, that will extend your sphere beyond this building, and, and that's as it should be. But that means that, that, that you become involved in intentionally meaningful ways as God leads you within ministry here, within the lives of other believers, and then taking that ministry out into the natural frameworks that God has placed you in. Um, um, this, this intentional commitment involves to, to be uh, a person who learns more about Jesus so that the Holy Spirit can help you become more like Jesus. All right? So kind of how to do that. The, the more elders and I have just been talking and praying, the more we sense how, how do we grow as a church if we're not people of the text and people of prayer? And, and really just kind of digging our... our, our um, our energies and our efforts into that. And so um, d discipleship is, is really what it's all about, which just basically means becoming more like Jesus. So I'll, I'll read this to you, and I'll give this to you probably next week in like a written form. But we recognize that each of us are at a different place in our life, in our spiritual lives. Discipleship begins right where you are, asking, God, teach me how to love you more today. Teach me your heart for others. Holy Spirit, show me where I miss the mark, i.e. sin. Um, lead me into your truth. Live through me so that people see Jesus and not Jeremy, in this case. Um, and so that's what we want to invite you into. Uh, as we do that, there's two challenges I want to give you for, for the next several months here. The first one is this. Um, the, the first one has to do with, well, actually, they both focus on the, the word. Um, the first is, is as we begin and kind of continue this sermon series in 1 John, what I'd like to challenge you to do is to read the book of 1 John every single day for 30 days. Beginning today, you know, go home sometime before your head hits the pillow tonight, read or listen to the entire book of First John for the next, every day for the next 30 days. So some of you might have a commute. Maybe the commute is the time when you can listen to it on your, on your phone. Um, don't text and drive or anything like that. Set it up before you go. Um, maybe it's, you know, as a part of your daily devotional, you take 15, 20 minutes just to read through First John. My hope and my prayer for you is that the more you do that, the more God will begin to seal his word in your heart, and you'll begin making connections between chapter 3 and chapter 4, and between chapter 1 and chapter 5. You'll begin to see 
you know, even more than a, we gather on Sunday morning to study this, you'll begin to see how this book flows together. And even God will use this to bring to memory in the future certain, um, certain phrases. And like years ago as a kid, I, I memorized uh, through a song, I think is what it was. Beloved, let us love one another because love comes from God. Anyone who loves has been born of God and knows God. You know, you know the more you're in the text, the more those phrases just kind of seal up in your heart. And so when you're faced with something, it comes back to you. Um, that's, that's in part what it means to be a person of the text. All right, so that's challenge number one. Uh, and by the way, that, just add that to whatever God already has you. And if you're in a Bible study, okay, just add it on top. I, I, I find a lot of times my, my challenge is not so much time, it's how I spend my time and how I <clears throat> waste my time. Um, but, but maybe parents do this together as a family every now and then. You know, listen to it while you eat dinner. Uh, have one of your kids read it aloud at night. You, you get creative with how you engage the Word of God uh, in the book of First John. The second thing is I want to challenge you um, to consider memorizing a chapter from the book of First John. All right. Now, I recognize that some of you, like, fear has already struck your faces. You're like, memory work, oh no. Um, memory work can be tough. Totally. Uh, I, I, I believe the more you read it every single day, the more the memory stuff will kind of come. But, but pick a chapter of 1 John and memorize it. Maybe you haven't done that before. Um, I think memorizing certain verses are great. You know, they can be really applicable to where you're at. I do really well, like, memorizing passages because it's context. It's everything together. And you'd be amazed how, um, here's what I've learned memorizing Hebrew words for, for Hebrew class in the past. Um, stay consistent, have small goals, and, and ask God to help you a lot. <laughs> And, and ask that his word, you know, I mean, scripture says that his word, word will not return void. God cares about instilling his teaching into his people. And so pray, say, Lord, I really want to memorize this. Help me memorize this. And so if you do that, uh, I'd love to have you do that by the end of October, kind of give you an end date. Start today. Chapter one's the shortest, by the way, if you need to know. Um, Chapter three is not the shortest, <laughs> um, but chapter three is really good. So, so, so pick one, you know, maybe do it together as a family. Maybe that's something you could work on together um, as, as a family unit. Uh, any age, any age can memorize to some extent. And so, so discipline yourself for that task. And I want to invite you and I want to challenge you with that. That'd be a great way for you to take the word of God from here and really put it into here. Um, and, and if you do that, just to make that one fun, okay? If, if you memorize a whole chapter, we'd love to have a recording of that just to be able to hear that. It's great for you too uh, as you go throughout your life. And then um, we'd also, we, we'd love to take you bowling and just kind of celebrate what God is doing in that. So there's a little kind of incentive for you, uh, regardless of your age, if you want to do that. Um, pastors, we're working on this too, by the way. So yeah, it's, it's a good time. Um, we're going to move now to a couple of other things that Pastor Cameron is going to walk you through. And these are um, ways that you can become more intentionally involved in ministry here at First. Awesome. My name is uh, my name is Cameron. I'm our family ministry pastor here. Are we there, Stephen? Perfect. Um, scripture calls us in many ways to be in fellowship, to be to be people of the text, to be in the Word, uh, to pursue being a body, to be of one hope, one truth, one baptism. And over and over and over again, we're called to stay connected to each other. 
And so as we were uh, talking about this and talking about our fall ministry and staff meeting and, and the various times that we've had time just to kind of dream and think, what, what could God do this fall and through the winter uh, at church? Man, we, we thought, how awesome would it be is if every single person in our church was connected in some way? As we, as we started talking about this, we shared stories of just life change happening in the ministries that we, are, that we offer and that we have here at, at church. Whether they be community groups and walking through uh, tough things, walking through adoptions, walking through just fun and exciting times of life with families, or adult Bible connections, or student ministry, or children's ministry, or mission trips, life change happens here. And it's incredible to think that every single person could be involved in that way. And on top of that, I believe wholeheartedly that every single person in this room, whether you're 5, 45, or 105, God can use you in the way that he's gifted you to further his kingdom, both here in this church and our community and the world. And so I have a few ways that I want to challenge you to think about how you might be connected here uh, at first in a couple ways. First, we have our nursery. Not only is that available to families with young kids, infants, and babies, uh, but that's also available as a serving opportunity. If you, if you love kiddos and you're incredibly patient, and you've changed a few diapers in your life, that could be a place for you. Uh, second, children's ministry. Not only is it an awesome place for kids to get connected and, and to be exposed to the word and be exposed to prayer and to be surrounded by people who are encouraging them to love and follow Jesus, that's an awesome opportunity to serve as well. We, not only do we need help, man, it's such a rewarding experience. Uh, that takes place Sunday mornings uh, as well as Wednesday evenings starting this week. Uh, our student ministry, our middle school uh, ministry starts this upcoming Wednesday on the 11th, and our high school ministry starts tonight at 6 at the Nelsons, other ways that you be, can be connected. We have our young adults ministry led by Stephanie and Jason Allaire. Uh, really cool things happening. If you are a recent high school graduate all the way up to 30, man, that's an incredible opportunity for you to stay connected, stay connected to the church, have some great discussions. Not only that, they have a great uh, fun event taking place called the Amazing Race coming up on October 19th, a scavenger hunt across our kind of West Michigan area. Uh, I've, I've participated before and it's a ton of, just a lot of fun. For adults, we have our adult Bible connections that take place at 11 o'clock in, uh, in the second hour of our service. Our interactive Bible study Sunday evenings at 6.30 p.m. We have women's ministry Bible studies Mondays at 9.30 a.m., Mondays at 7 p.m., we have community groups that are connected uh, and meeting throughout different times of the week. I know ours meets on, on Thursday evenings, but there's so many ways that you can connect. Worship arts, if you are gifted in music or singing or, or sound tech, whatever, audio, visual, audio or visual stuff, there are a lot of different ways that you can connect it to that. Missions, prayer, being, being part of our prayer team, being part of our pre-service prayers in the morning, or even if you're just wanting to pray at home and have our, our prayer emails sent to you. We have our life team, which is walks through people, uh, a team of people who have been trained to disciple people through pregnancy and abortion care, um, who are walking through those decisions. And, and there's just so many ways that you can just be involved here. Just I, my challenge to you this morning would be to look at the way that, uh, that God has gifted you. Look at the way that God has, has provided the people that he's placed in your life, the spheres of influence that you have, and saying, God, how can I be used here in this church to further your kingdom? And so one of the ways that we want to help you do that, if you did not receive it, you should have received, or if you had not received a card when you walked in, it's got the, our, uh, our, our branding on the front. Uh, but it's a simple little form on the back. One, it's it's your, uh, your name, your address, your, your family information, 
one of the ways that we can use this card is to update our directory that we're going to be updating this fall. Uh, but there's two questions on it that I really want to challenge every single person in here to answer. Uh, one, it says, I'm involved in the following ministries at first. And we'd love just to know what are the ways that you are connected? What are the ways that you are serving? What are the things that you are involved in? Maybe it's an adult Bible connection class during the second hour. But the second, and here's where the challenge is, here's where that next step of faith uh, of being used by God is. It, I would like to learn more about the following ministries. Maybe you want to learn about what it takes to be connected to children's ministry. Or you want to learn about what does serving in the nursery look like. Or how do I get connected to a community group. That's where you would put that information. I want to challenge you. That's, if you write it on there, that's not signing up saying, hey, you're, you're, you're in it for life. But you're willing to have a conversation about what would it look like if I was a part of that, or if that was a part of my ministry here at first. And if you want to drop that either in the joy box or hand it to one of the uh, ushers on the way out, uh, that would be a great tool for us to help you get connected. So one of our ministry leaders in the areas of your interest can, be, um, can contact you and answer questions that you have and help you take that next step into that ministry. Um, make sense? All right. Um, if, if you need help today, uh, find someone who has one of their name tags, and if they don't have the answer for you, you can um, find some direction from them on where you should go next. Um, let, let's just, let's just, let me pray for you as, as we get ready to close out our time this morning. Our Father, we thank you for meeting our needs according to your riches and glory. God, I pray that you would give us a passion to know you and to be a people of the text. God, I pray that your, your word would come alive to us, that, that those who set their hearts and their minds and their attentions and their discipline towards, towards both reading your word and memorizing your word would find great fruit, not just in being able to do it, um, but in experiencing your goodness and experiencing um, a relationship with you in a different way by having those words of the text come to them when they need them the most. Um, God, I pray that, that we would be people who encourage one another with the word. I, I, I pray, God, that we would increasingly desire your kingdom and your will to be done here on earth as it is in heaven. I, would, I pray, God, that you remind us of the privilege that we have to come before you in prayer. God, you hear us, you love us. You call us your children. And Lord, may we never lose the wonder of what it means to be a child of the King. Lord, give us a desire to, uh, to, to love others as you have loved us. For your honor, for your glory, God, we pray as we go out into this world, uh, people would see Jesus that people see Jesus working in and through us, through the imperfections in our life. They would see the, the, the wonderful masterpiece that you're painting um, through our lives. Thank you, God, uh, for using us and for, for allowing us to be partners with you in um, sharing Jesus with others. We pray for opportunities, God, to do that. Uh, we pray for opportunities in our families, in our neighborhoods, at work. Um, God, go before us and, and make a way. Give us courage to, to speak words of grace and words of hope in those, um, in those communities. 
Um, thank you, God, for meeting us here this morning, we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. All right. Um, I just wanted to remind you about next week. Um, a couple things that you might want to know. Um, before service, if you come early or if you want to come early next week, there will be coffee and bagels. So kind of an incentive to come early and fellowship with other believers and that type of stuff. Next week is our installation service for Pastor Jeremy. So um, I was talking to someone this week and they said, you know, this is kind of an officially or we're officially receiving somebody into our pastorship, which is kind of a, a big step in the life of our church. So I pray that you come and, and fellowship with us next week. Come to the service next week. Bill Crowder will be speaking. Um, let's all get together and, and have a good time with that and, and welcome our brother. Now, the, the benediction here. Now to him who is able to keep you from stumbling and to present you blameless before the presence of his glory with great joy. To the only God, our Savior, through Jesus Christ our Lord, be glory, majesty, dominion, and authority before all time and now and forever. Amen. Thank you. You're dismissed.